Hi, this is Alex Vincent, Andy Barkley from the Chucky franchise, and you are listening to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Keep listening. Chucky will kill you. Close your eyes and count to seven. When you wake, you'll be in heaven. <laughs> We're zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist. It's Nico, Brian, and Mike, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. This is episode six, and tonight we're going to jump into... This is an interesting franchise, in my opinion, because um, he's nowhere near the scariest villain now to me. But when I was uh, knee-high to a grasshopper and I saw this guy's commercials come on TV, I was terrified. We're jumping into Chucky tonight, and we're going to be reviewing the very first original Child's Play. And um, we're just going to start off by saying our quick thoughts on the series, and then we're going to jump into the film review. Like I said... I remember being a little kid and watching, um, like, Monday night, uh, night. I think it was Nitro, Mike. Is that correct? Yeah, WCW? Nitro. WCW. I would watch Nitro, and, and during the commercials, they would always have the Bride of Chucky commercials come on. And as soon as I saw that commercial come on, I had to always go to the bathroom or I had to go to the kitchen because <laughs> I was terrified of Chucky when I was a little kid. I, I think that's what this whole franchise and is, is is aimed towards is just to scare kids. Person, this is my opinion, but um, I thought I think the beginning of the franchise is good. It hits a really big low in the middle. It has somewhat of an uprise, and then it goes low again. And I'm Ooh, gonna leave it. At it did ever go low again? Holy! Um, <laughs> it's definitely got a lot of highs and lows in this series. But um, Brian, what are your thoughts on Child's Play franchise? Um, I like Chucky as a uh, character. Um, I think that the movies aren't very great. I think Curse, honestly, Curse of Chucky to me is is my favorite one. I haven't seen this movie before I watched it for this review in, in 20-something years, so it was basically like I was watching it new. And, you know, I was a little bit disappointed. I, like I said, I like Chucky as a character. I think he does the dark comedy right I think that Freddie stopped being Freddie and started trying to be Chucky, honestly, in his later film. Me too. And I think it hurt him. But I think Chucky is, I mean, that's that's him. Like, he's a rotten, foul-mouthed little bastard, and I think he is, you know, I like the I like the character of Chucky. I agree with I, that. Right. I'm, I'm kind of with you, Brian. I'm a big fan of Chucky, the character. Even in the later uh, really shitty movies, there's still some good, like, just some good chucky moments now the plot will be dumb the decisions they make will be dumb but there's some good stuff in there as far as chucky stuff and so throughout the whole franchise and i have some controversial takes about this franchise i think people i don't know maybe they'll be angry at me by the end of this i don't know but i don't hate i mean i don't hate this movie at all but i will say it's not my favorite of this franchise not that we have to give all our rankings right here but i think there's probably two i would put above it and i know that's kind of a hot take but I uh, I enjoy the franchise overall. Like you said, Nico, there is some <laughs> there is some dog shit movies in this franchise. But that's kind of all the slashers. So what oh, do you yeah. know? I mean, yeah. you, you know. However, I'm just gonna say right now, Colt and Chucky can get the hell out of here. 
Holy shit. Okay, sorry. One per show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into the movie review, guys. Um, the movie starts with a human version of Chucky Charles Lee Ray. He's chased by the police. Um, they him and the detective they're having a shoot off. They're running, and then Charles. He's running down the street, and you know, and like I said, there's shots fired, and his getaway partner is in. I think he's just in a car waiting on him. Eddie Caputo. He hear he sees the gunshots, hears the gunshots. He says, "I got to get up out of here." So Charles Lee Ray falls. I think he gets clipped, and he falls, and then Eddie Caputo's leaving. He's like, "What are you doing? Why are you leaving me?" And then uh, so Charles Lee Ray starts to. Uh, he's like, "Well, shit, I got to figure out what to do now." So he he's um. He's in, like, the entrance of a toy store, and he breaks into it, and the detective follows him in there, and it's just another shoot-off scene inside of the uh, the toy store, and then Charles Lee Ray takes a severe gunshot, and he knows he's getting ready to die soon, so he's walking around, barely getting by. He stumbles, and then he stumbles into a display of what they call the good guy dolls in this in this movie. And then he has a bright idea. He's like, oh, I know what I can do. He, he opens one of the boxes up, pulls this doll out, and he trans he, he says this um, this ritual, and he transfers his soul into the Chucky doll, or excuse me, the good guy doll. And as he's doing this ritual, you know, the dark, ominous, stormy clouds come above the, the store. Lightning strikes it, and it blows up like the, it blows the, the glass roof up. It blows the inside all out. And the detective finds uh, Charles Lee Ray's body there dead, but then it flashes to the good guy dolls like something else went along with it. And that's the in- that's the introduction of the movie. What are you guys' thoughts uh, on the intro of the movie, Brian? Um, you know, it's the introduction to uh, Chris Sarandon's character, the detective. Um, he actually was in previously in Fright Night before this, which actually the t- uh, director, Tom Holland, uh, you know, directed him in that. Uh, before this movie um I, I really i like the, the the character of the detective and i really kind of like you know i don't think do and I, i'm my my memory's a little uh hazy on the sequels but do you see him i don't think you see him in the second one no. i kind of i kind of think you would have i would have liked to have seen like a, a loomis type character with him i agree with you um i was gonna I, make that point like I, instead I, of going with the andy you know uh you know, history down down the road with the other movies. I would have liked to have seen that. Um, as far as this opening scene, um, you know, I, I'm not a really not really a great fan of you know how Ray you know is talking to himself, narrating kind of like I gotta find somebody. I'm dying. You know, I, I, that kind of you know was cheesy and took me out of it. But that chant, the chant's classic. The chant's great. Um, you know, I, I really I really enjoyed I really enjoyed that part, and I really think they uh, did a really good job on the explosion. It was it looked really well in this scene. I agree with that. Go ahead, Mike. What's your thoughts on this opening scene? I pretty much agree with everything you said, although I do think it's it does a good job of, you know, kind of it's it's a good way to get the soul of this serial murderer into, you know, this doll character like they Like, I think it's done really well. Look, it's not like the best scene in the movie or anything, but, it, you know, it does set the stage. and I think it's pretty good. Um, one thing I will say, man, it was kind of cool to see a real a young Brad Dorf, man. Yeah. Last, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. I'm not watching a ton of Brad Dorf movies where he's Brad Dorf, <laughs> outside of Rob Zombie's Halloween's. 
And so to see him here and then to see him in those are just like two totally different things. And and uh, no, I thought that was kind of cool. But other than that, yeah, I like to see not my favorite scene, but uh, it does set the stage for the next uh, for the rest of the movie. I do like how you just get right into the action, though. I agree with you. It's not really slow, you know, intro. It's just, bam, you're right into it. You know, I liked that. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it definitely doesn't start off slow like like the producer, Drew, said. Don't start slow. You know, catch our attention as soon as you start the movie. Opening scene is important. Very important. This is the first one that we reviewed that probably – well, no – this one didn't miss. What I meant to say is we've only really had one opening scene that I thought was kind of – Eh, eh, and that would be uh, that would probably be Friday four. But you know, whatever. I'm nitpicking. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, after after the camera, you know, shows uh Brad uh, uh Brad Dorf, Charles Lee Ray's dead body, and the Chucky doll, it goes to it transitions to the Barkley house, and <laughs> it's early, early, early in the morning, and this kid is jacked up on Mountain Dew, guys. He is making his mom breakfast in bed. He's getting her a bowl of cereal, and he's putting about seven pounds of sugar on it. He's uh, and this kid is he he's fired up. It's his birthday morning, and he's got he's got his eyes on this present he sees in the room, and it's a pretty big box that's wrapped up. And he's thinking, I'm getting the gift that I wanted the, the most. I'm getting me a good guy doll because he's he's watching Good Guy on car on TV too. And he's dressed like a good guy. This man is a good guy fan. Like, yeah. And his his heart is set on getting a good guy doll for his birthday. So he carries his breakfast in bed to his mom. He's jumping all over her. She's like, Andy, it's 6 in the morning. Get up. Or why, why are you bothering me right now? And he's like, get up, mom. Get up, mom. I want to go open presents. And and, and everyone who has uh, been a little kid has felt this pain before. So. Andy goes and opens this present up, and he thinks it's about to be a good guy, doll. And lo and behold, this man pulls out some jeans and some more clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, and like Brian said about Tommy Jarvis, uh, when the mom closes the blinds and you can feel the disappointment, you could see and feel the hurt on young Andy Barkley's face when he thought he was getting a good guy, doll, and all he got was clothes. He did get some good guy like accessory parts, but. I mean, what's that going to do for you? You know, it's like wanting a new truck at 16 and all you got was a radio for it. <laughs> oh, I know, um, man. What do you guys think about uh, Andy Barkley uh, in this scene with his mom? Go ahead, Mike. <sighs> man, I don't know. Maybe I'm because I'm watching it as an adult, 27 years old, watching this as an adult. This little kid can go to hell. <laughs> Ungrateful little bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I know he's a little kid, and if I put myself in a little kid mindset, I'd probably be like, man, what am I supposed to do with these jeans? I want toys. I want stuff I can play with, and I understand that. However, I'm great for a little bastard, man. Uh, but no, I'm not um, – I think I think the child actor who plays Andy, I don't know if it's because of hindsight, and I've seen some other really good child acting in horror, but this, uh, I got to go – I got to go thumbs down on him, man. I'm sorry. It doesn't take away from the movie for me, but it it's definitely it's definitely a glaring weakness in my opinion. And this scene kind of points that out. And the way he and the way he says Chuck E. Ugh. 
<laughs> go, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, that's funny. that's funny. Me and Nico were having that exact same discussion before he came on, and I said the exact exact same things about him. I think just watching Feldman and Friday Four before this, and I know they were supposed to be portraying different age kids, I think, but it's just yeah, the the, oh, the kid the who child, played Jedediah last week. That's true. Was the awesome. child acting, it's just I think it was bad in this. Let me tell you about this scene as as a parent. You know, I know <laughs> Catherine Hicks. You know, she she plays uh, Andy's mom. You know, from Seventh Heaven and from Star Trek Four is actually where I, you know, my nerd will come out there, but uh, that's where I know her from. But um, you know, she's got she's got good character development. Um, you know, during the movie, but there's going to be about 15 scenes, and this is one of them, being a little bit exaggeration, but this is definitely one scene that makes me cringe as a parent. It's like, where the hell? I mean, the kids should not, the kids should not be up in the middle of the house and doing all this stuff. Like, I mean, like I said, just as a parent, that that whole scene just makes me cringe. I'm just like, oh wow, we got you know, Lori Strode, terrible parent again, um, in this. But uh, and, and the other thing that makes me cringe is, you, I mean, come on, you're gonna, this is the biggest box in the thing, and you're gonna put clothes in the biggest box. I mean, Jesus Christ, you know, as a parent, <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> man. Anyway, that that was that's my thoughts on that scene. It's like if you know you can't afford the the, the toy right now, don't tease your kid like that. Right. Jesus. You know, like what kind of sick parenting job is that? You just trying to piss this little kid off in the exact size box of what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. At least put it in a small box or something. Right. You know, I or, agree. Or leave it in some bags or something. All right. So after Andy's really pissed off and disappointed at his mom, we're flashing to another scene. And now, um, what's her name? Karen. Karen's at work now. She works at a, a jewelry department store. And her friend, Maggie, shows up and says, Karen, 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 come out here to this alley. There's a there's a guy in the in the alley selling that doll that Andy wants. So they go out there, and this guy is sketchy AF, guys, real sketchy. He's, got, he's a bum, obviously, in the streets of Chicago. He got hella bad teeth. He, he's looking rough. He, he's not the kind of company you want to be talking to, but he's got this doll that that her son is heart is aching for. And she's like, so how much? And the doll is regular price, $100, which is a lot of money back. I mean, it's still a lot of money now, but $100 is a real lot of money back then. And he she ends up getting it for $30. So Karen and Maggie walk back in with the doll, and the boss says, hey, Karen, uh, the night shift girl uh, called out, so you got to stay all night. And she's like, "What? I can't do that. I got to babysit my, or I got to go pick my son up from daycare." And he said, "Well, if you want your job, you're going to stay." So Maggie volunteers to uh, babysit for um, for Karen. So, what are you guys' thoughts on just this quick scene, real quick, Brian? Just the uh, the the doll or buying the doll in the alley and all that. Um, I mean, it's a good scene. Um, you know, it didn't really stand out as good or bad to me. I think that the bum looked really good. Honestly, if I want to, you know, say something good about the scene, I think that they did a really good job with his makeup. He does look very cringy, and like you said, especially his meth teeth. Ugh, yeah. My favorite thing about the scene is when uh, she goes, wait a minute, how do I know this isn't stolen? And the bum goes, steal this, representing <laughs> dick, which is kind of funny. Sorry, thought that was kind of funny. Anyway, yeah, no, I like the scene, and I I still think that part can still make me laugh. Yeah, it's like you'll be disrespectful to your customer. <laughs> <laughs> but um, still. but but the the boss did say that you can go home for your break, but you got to come back at seven or whatever. 
So Karen goes home and takes Andy this box, and Andy's caught off guard. He's like, "Uh-oh, don't don't screw with me again, now, mom." <laughs> so, so so he opens the box and it, it's a good guy doll. And you know, then after this, uh, Maggie comes home, and now it's about to start getting a little bit weird, because now. Andy and his and his good guy doll are sitting in the living room. They're playing. They he they got both got little construction hats on. They're like doing construction with toys and all that. And then the news on the TV says how Eddie Caputo escaped out of prison. And then Aunt Maggie, as Andy calls him, says, "All right, you got all right, Andy. It's time for bed." And this is where you start to start wondering about what's going on because Andy says. And Maggie, Chucky said he wants to watch the nine o'clock news. Uh-uh. And um, Aunt Maggie's like, um, yeah, Chucky doesn't talk, so he wouldn't say that. <laughs> so he just so he tells Andy, she tells Andy, all right, get your doll. We're going to we're going to bed. She tucks him in. And as they're laying there, first of all, the first thing I think of is how big Chucky's head is, actually, compared to I Andy's know. head. <laughs> Holy smokes, man. So she goes back out to the living room. She's laying on the couch. Then all of a sudden, you just see a little flash of somebody, something running behind him. And so she gets up, and she's kind of freaking out a little bit. And she starts walking around. She's hearing noises. She's hearing this chair move around. And she walks in, and she walks in the hallway and sees Andy's door is open. And she just assumes it's Andy walking out of the room. Oh, actually, let me skip back a part. She, she, she hears a noise, and she hears the TV cut back on, and it's just the Chucky doll sitting right there watching the news. And she thinks it was Andy who put him out there, but it wasn't him. All right, let me fast forward back to where I was now. <laughs> so <laughs> she, we, we hear a noise in the kitchen, and she sees like this fla- like this pot of flour that's been knocked over. And then she's like, what is going on in here? So she goes to clean it up, but then the phone rings, and she answers it, and she's like real panicky sound because she answers the phone the second it rings, and Karen thinks like something fishy is going on. But she's just like, you know, but home alone, it's dark, panicky a little bit. So she goes to clean the flower up, then all of a sudden she hears something running on the counter, and then you just see her get hit in the head with a hammer, and she goes flailing out the window and, cr- and lands right on top of a truck and crushes it. What are you guys' thoughts on uh, Maggie's first death? Go ahead, Mike. Man, <laughs> I like it because I know what they were trying to do, but it's, uh, I don't know, it's probably hindsight. It's a little cheesy to me, the falling out of the window. Uh, eh. I uh, What I will say is I actually think it's well acted. I, I was convinced this, you know, I, I could be convinced this was really happening, and so... I like that they kind of don't show you exactly how it's done, but you see the hammer. I like the way they shot it. I like all the technical stuff, but uh, I'm not a huge fan of the kill itself. <laughs> yeah, like, like I was like I was saying earlier, I think this is kind of a tale of two, like I think the very this is almost the Willie Taggart of uh, of yeah. Chucky movies, where it's like it's really good to that. it's. It's really good to me at the very uh, very beginning, but then it kind of you know falls short at the, the end. And this this to me is really good. I really like you know I love how how they introduce Chucky. It's a unique way to introduce Chucky. In this you know you've got the 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 POV shots you know through his eyes, and you know I love how I they, love that right love that. yeah. And, and you've got Andy you know 
saying stuff you know he's getting from the doll, but it doesn't actually show the doll and reveal Chucky saying that. And I, I really, I think that's, you know, a really unique way that they did that. Um, and, you know, you can almost hear you know, Chucky cussing this ant and, and, and his, you know, just under his breath as, as he's carrying him, hitting him up against the wall, you know, halfway, you know, as taking him back to his room. And uh, so, I mean, the kill is, you know, so-so. It's, it's not great. Um, I'm more... <laughs> I'm more. Whenever we get to the next scene, that's where I've got I've got some things to say about kind of how much <laughs> shit show that is. But uh, but I, I really like the introduction to Chucky in this movie for sure. Oh yeah, I agree, and I'm sure y'all probably wrote this down as a fun fact. But whenever you see the Chucky doll run in the background, that's actually Andy Barkley's little sister, Alex Vincent's uh, right. real life little sister. She's just dressed up like Chucky. She's the one actually running. That's, you can I, tell him, yeah. Yeah, I will, I will give this movie credit right now that they did a good job of doing all the, the doll effects practically. Like, there was nothing, like, right. you know, they were inventive with all. They had little kids dress up as them in some parts, but, like, all the actual doll stuff is real. It's not made of that. Right. I do like that. And some well, of that so was can, just to save money on, you know, actually making a doll run. I mean, that's almost not practical when you think about it. Well, and I've got it written. Ed Gale actually uh, donned that little Chucky mask too. He's like a kind of a small person, and he was uh, actually. I mean, he's not he's not really small though. So they actually had to blow the uh, the props up yeah. like thirty percent or whatever it said to make him like look a little smaller. But to me, those guys, and I know they were trying to save money, but like you said, that takes me out of it when I see that. I would rather see the animatronics because to me, like they still hold up even right. now. Oh like, yeah, the practical animatronic stuff looks great. Yeah, I think it, it looks, looks great. great. So after after we see Maggie fall out of this window and onto this truck, Karen gets off work. She jumps off the bus and she sees this, all these cop cars outside of her apartment, and she goes running upstairs. And it's kind of funny how like she just runs in her own house and it's a crime scene. They're like, "Hey, ma'am, stop! This is my house." <laughs> okay, well, go ahead and go in. Um, <laughs> so she goes in. And the detective says, um, "You know, the the Maggie, she's dead now, and she's you know that's her best friend. So she starts, you know." she's crying she's uh upset she's hurt and then she goes and finds andy and i think this is where brian's going to start really roasting this kid's acting because the kid can't talk to save his life he stutters throughout all of it he and then you line. know yeah he just he just he's kind of like winging it as he's yeah, talking he, to his yeah, mom he is. and you know you know she goes into her kitchen she sees the broken window and she sees like footprints on the counter and they think they think it's uh Andy's shoes but it's not I mean but he's dressed like it but but then you know Andy walk he walks into his room and he sees a flower on Chucky's shoes so he's like so he runs back to the to his mom and the detective and says I know who did it I know who did it it was Chucky and they're like Chucky like separate with a space oh I know he's a little kid I should be a little easier on him but man we've seen some good little kid acting here recently so I'm comparing Right, and this and this where this is where like he's he's just sitting down in his room and he's telling like his mom and the detective that the doll's name is really Charles Lee Ray and that the the doll said that Maggie is a real bitch and got what she deserves and then you know <laughs> I, she I like <laughs> and then she's yelling at, she's yelling at him because you know she obviously thinks that Andy is saying this to himself but she she doesn't know and 
we'll go ahead and stop there until we go to the school scene. Brian, what, just go ahead and rip this kid's acting real quick. <laughs> it's not actually, you know, we've already talked about the acting this much, but like it, and I already said, I like Catherine Hicks character development in this, how she yeah, kind of goes too. from like a, a worried about her son is doing it to kind of like a why not a writer, stranger things fighter type of thing. Right. But, mm-hmm. but no, like to me, it's just the writing in this scene. I mean, when she gets home, it's not really great or realistic acting to me. And then she's just like, all right, well, y'all can leave y'all leave. And the cops just leave a damn murder scene in, in the, I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, they're just, they're just too like, man. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Like we, we don't need to question who, you know, who we thinks the murderer or, you know, it's not really a big deal. Just, yeah, we'll just leave. It's not a big deal. And, and to me, like, I think that's just a writing. I don't, and, you know, and yeah, I'm not a real big fan of the kids acting except in one part of this and we'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. He does it good. There's one really, really good part of the end. I can't wait till we get to it, yeah. but now I agree with you. Um, I don't, again, I don't have anything to really add except that I don't hate the scene. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I like. I almost like it more than the kill, just because the kill, the out of the window kill, really threw it out. Man, uh, okay, I'm not gonna keep going backwards. But I will say that the kids acting again was bad here. But I actually think the mom is good. Like I, outside of the thing that you were talking about with the okay, you guys can go. But when, I mean, I guess that doesn't count as part of this same scene. But as they leave and she's talking to Andy, I think she's actually really, really good. And I. I guess that's what you're about to get into, but I, I think she, that little dip, she picks back up from it. Yeah, she she is good when she's talking to Andy about the right. doll and all that. I, I do like, I do agree with that, but she she could, she does kind of react to it all weird as soon as she gets in there. So the next day, I guess, um, she's already dropping the kid back off at school, like after the day after a murder, which is kind of, I guess it's part of more writing, I guess. Yeah. Right. She drops she drops Andy off at school. But, like, the second, like, school starts, you know, Chucky convinces this kid to just walk out and leave. <laughs> and th- 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 this is the scene that I'm going to rip into later because this, this shit don't make no sense to me. So Chucky leads – Chucky's leading this kid to Eddie Caputo's hiding house, basically. I'll just go ahead and say that. But this is the city of Chicago, and and, and this, little, this little kid, Andy Barkley, and this big-ass doll get on Giant a train. Head by themselves and just ride this train by themselves with no concerns from any adults and um they get off the train and they're walking around these like uh, you know he's walking by all these bums and homeless people he's walking by these old abandoned buildings like and then andy sits chucky down on this rocking chair in the middle of god i don't know what this place is just abandoned houses everywhere and he's got to take a leak. So Andy, you know, he's taking a leak. But, you know, Chucky's he, he's, he's hightailing her away from this chair he's sitting on. And he runs into this house. And as soon as he walks in, he turns on the uh, gas stove and opens the, the oven door or whatever. And he's got, the, he's got the gas leaking into the room. And this is where Eddie Caputo's hiding out after he escaped prison. And, you know, he's making noises. He's trying to keep he's – he's, 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 he's leading Eddie Caputo around this house falsely and you know he he leads him into the kitchen and he doesn't shoot yet because he thinks he's just going crazy then he sees this little kid he sees andy outside of the window and then he's like all right i'm just losing my mind now but then he hears you know the charles lee ray laugh again in the kitchen so he immediately just 
flings the door open and shoots without even seeing anything, which doesn't make sense to me at all. No. You're supposed to, you just escape prison, but you can't look before you shoot something. And I, I will give the uh, the movie a little bit of credit on this. I think the the building blowing up looked really good. Yeah, yeah. I think I get imploded. So. Awesome. And then you know that's the death of Eddie Caputo. And then we'll go ahead and start right there before we jump to the next scene. Mike, what's your thoughts on this scene, real quick? Uh man, I actually really like. I like. I agree with you on all the train stuff. Like no one's worried about this kid and his <laughs> creepy ass little doll. And the I mean thing has a giant head. I don't know. That would stick out to me, but that's just me. Um, I I agree with you on all that, but I do like the I do like the building blowing up, and I do like the death of Caputo. Like I think that it's it's really well done. And so I uh, again would have liked to see some of these characters maybe fleshed out in sequels, but I guess you, when you write the first movie, you're not planning on that, so I can't complain too much. But no, I uh, I like the movie, but again, man. I'm going to keep railing on this kid. He takes me out of this movie so many times. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I don't hate the movie. I don't hate the movie. Don't hate it. <laughs> go ahead, Brian. Um, no, I mean, and I, I really like the practical effects with the building blowing up, too. So yeah. that's that's twice that it looked really – that looks really great. Um, I mean, Chucky – Chucky's got to run, you know, at 3, 3, 40, maybe, maybe 3, 2. <laughs> that, that dude – can book it apparently out of that thing because you know I mean he he lit that uh you know he shot that gun made the sound for him to uh to shoot you know and then booked it out of there and you know got out of there without a scratch or or anything um you know Chucky I know hasn't been like as flushed out you know in this movie as he is in the in the other ones but like I said I'll say it right. again I, I really like how they're taking their time just giving you the point of view shots through his mm-hmm. eyes. They're not showing the doll actually talking and, and doing the stuff yet. And I really, I really like that. I will say yeah, that. Me too. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. I, this movie is a real good slow burn to me. It just, but it, it, it kind of goes downhill later on after, after the, after the building blows up. Now we're at the police station and detective Mike tells Karen that, about what was going on with Andy and how they're going to take Andy from her if they don't figure out what's going on. And, the, you know, there's a doctor on site. He's going to say, he can stay with me. We're going to, you know, you know, they're, th- they're thinking the kid's crazy or losing it because he keeps saying this doll is saying this stuff, but it's they don't believe him yet. So, so Andy starts freaking out. He's like, it's Chucky, it's Chucky. He starts slapping the doll, shaking the doll, punching the doll. He's like, say something, Chucky. Say it. Say it. Talk. Tell him. Tell him. And, you know, the the brilliant criminal that Charles Lee Ray is, he's shutting the hell up this whole time. So, so like, the, the detectives, the, the mom, the doctor, they're all thinking this kid is nuts. So this is where – all right, I put a note right here in my notes, like a highlighted part. That the, the part right here is this is my favorite scene of the movie. This is where Karen takes the Chucky doll home. Yeah. And she sits the doll on the couch, and, you know, she's looking at the doll. She says, say something. And then Chucky, you know, he's, he's trolling her. He says, hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end, or something like that. You know, the normal doll talk. Love it. So, she, you know, she takes, like, a sigh of, oh, God, I'm losing my mind. So she goes into the kitchen. You know, I think she's just washing some dishes or something. Then after she gets done with that, she picks the Chuck, the good guy doll box up and looks at it. And then this is where the dun 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 scene happens. She picks the box up, and then the batteries for the doll. She sees on the box it says batteries included. 
then the batteries fall on the floor and they're like she's like uh oh this doll's been talking this whole time we ain't put no batteries in this thing so she walks back in the room and picks the chucky doll up and she opens the back where the batteries go and she sees there ain't no batteries and then the doll's head goes full exorcist and turns around on it. <laughs> and I think he does a hi, I'm Chucky, want to play or something like that. And it falls on the floor and then immediately rolls under the couch. And for some <coughs> excuse me, and for some reason, that's not enough red flag for her to think that this doll's already alive. So she looks under the couch and picks it up. And she's looking at it. And she, and she walks over to the fireplace and lights it. She says, now talk to me, damn it, or I'm going to light you on fire. And this is where Chucky comes alive. And this is... And Chucky's like, you stupid bitch, I'll kill you. And, and she, she's freaking out big time now. And, the, you know, Chucky's swinging on her, trying to punch her, and he bites her on the arm. And he gets away from her. He goes to attack her again, but then he's like, you know what, let me just get out of here. And he runs away. He gets out of the apartment, and she can't keep up. He, he jumps on the elevator. She runs down the stairs. She can't keep up with him. And then, you know, she walks out of the building, and she can't see him on the street nowhere. That, to me, is my favorite scene, just yep. the scene with Karen versus the doll and the revelation that this doll is real. Um, Mike, do you want to go ahead and go first? Just give us your quick thoughts on it. Really quick, I agree with you 100%. This is my favorite scene in the movie. The reveal to everyone else that this doll is a freaking murderer. The, you stupid bitch, you filthy slut. I'll teach you to fuck with me. Like, that's – I love, man. And, and not even in, like, a funny way. I'm like, oh, shit, this shit's hit the fan. Let's go. Like, I love that. I love that line. And by the way, I hadn't seen, again, I know I said it. Well, I didn't say it on the show, but I hadn't seen this movie in about eight years. So I forgot that that line existed because this is not my go to child's play movie. And so I, I was like, man, that is freaking awesome. The way that, and I think, I think the actress here is great. I think she's great in this scene. And so the way they do it with the batteries, I think it's really smart. It's well done. They shoot it well with the head. I, man, bravo. This is my favorite scene in the movie. And one of my favorite scenes in the whole franchise. I agree. Go ahead, Brian, your quick thoughts on this. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. This is the high point of this movie. This is the high point probably of the whole entire franchise, to be honest with you. And it's by far the best scene in this movie. Um, you know, and Brad Dorif is his voice of Chucky is as much Chucky as, you know, England is Freddie. You know, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in any Chucky movie without him in it. He makes Chucky. And, you know, this scene in particular, the, the the is a great reveal you know the tension that has built up over the whole movie by not showing it but but you still have a little bit of tension when the doll's around you know it, it's at its best whenever she drops it under the couch and now she's got to look under the couch and you're like oh is she about to get you know stabbed in the eye you know what's about to happen to this chick so you know i, th- I think everything about this scene was was brilliant and perfect oh yeah i love how the doll goes from you know just the doll face to the I, I read a, a small like article about how like you know how the doll kept aging as the movie goes on as it became more and more human or whatever. I thought that was really cool. Yep. But um, I actually think the next scene is pretty good too. It, 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 the movie does go downhill towards the end, in my opinion, but I really like this next scene too, or the next couple of scenes as as a, as a unit. After after Chucky gets away, she jumps in a taxi to go see the detective. And, you know, the detective's walking out of the police department or whatever, and she's like, Andy wasn't lying. Andy Andy was telling the truth. The doll is alive. He's like, um, go home. You're nuts. <laughs> so she pulls she pulls her, her coat sleeve up, and she shows, look, the damn doll bit me in the arm. It's like, so, and, you know, the detective still doesn't believe her. And 
and then she she's pissed off obviously because you know she knows what she just went through but he still doesn't believe her and so she goes to walk away and he goes where are you going where are you going he's like she says i'm going back to this alley where i bought it from the guy so i can find out what happened to this doll or what's up with this doll and he's like ma'am it's a bad part of town this time of night he's like well she's like i'm finding out what's happening so she just splits and she goes to this alley and she finds all, there's a lot of homeless people there brown you know like trash can fires and she finds the guy she bought the doll from and she's asking him like where where she he got this doll from he's like he stole it from the um the toy store but then you know he tries to um get a little he he goes to he, he goes to <laughs> rape this woman i really don't like talking about rape but he he tries to rape her but right. the, the detective shows up and pulls a gun on him and this is where you know the detective finds out that he got the doll from the same place he killed charles lee ray at and what are you guys thoughts on just this quick scene real quick go ahead brian you know i like mm-hmm. how i like how quickly they you know have kind of all right well now we know it's Chucky. Now we know this dog, or, or at least we're getting really close. And you know, it's not something they drug out for you know two hours worth of movie. I'm glad that it you know was quick, quick. Right, to I agree. There. Right, right. Because we already know as an audience, and so right. I do like that 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 you know we've already that the discovery has already been made. Now it's just getting everybody else to believe it. And I actually do like. I mean, I don't like the rape part, but I I do like I I do like this scene a lot. I think it sets up. The, the detective finding out well, and I think um, as far as it's – it's like you mentioned earlier, turning the mom into a fighter and not not believing her son anymore, kind of like Stranger Th- – you know, Winona Ryder in Stranger Things, like you said, where she's, all right, screw this. I'm taking up for my son, and so right. I think I think this scene does that really well. Like she's willing to go downtown Chicago, middle of the night, to f- find out what the hell is going on with this doll, and I think uh, they do a good job uh, setting up the next scene with this scene. Yeah, that you don't you don't mess with a, a mom's kid. Cause That's right. You know, they'll they'll kill you over it. I know my mom would. <laughs> That's right. Right. So um, a- after the detective you know gets Karen out of there, he begins to say you know, I I know that Charles Lee Ray is dead because I'm the one who killed him in this in that you know that toy store where it happened. So she drops Karen off at her house, and he goes back to the uh, the police station and he gets the file of Charles Lee Ray. And as he gets back in his car, you know, he's driving. Then all of a sudden, Chucky's in the car with him. And this is the scene I was telling you about. I really like the I like the reveal scene of both the two adult main characters. He's in the car. Um, he, he, he start Chucky reveals himself to the detective. He starts strangling him with some jumper cables. And, and, you know, and of course, you know, if you're just driving and all of a sudden you're getting strangled by a dog, you're going to be freaking the hell out. So he's choking, but he gets the car lighter. He, he pushes it in. You know, I know a lot of people don't know about this, but older cars had car lighters that came with them. <laughs> you oh, know, he yeah. pushes it in, gets it hot, and he burns Chucky on the face. And Chucky falls into the gra- uh, into the back seat. But then, you know, he starts t- stabbing a butcher knife through the back of the seat, and he can't quite hit him. But then he gets under the seat, and he starts – then it shows the, the, the butcher knife coming right by his crotch, and no man is trying to get uh, that kind of a no. – uh, <laughs> yeah, no, nobody wants that right there. So I thought this this chase or not chasing, but this driving scene was really cool. He's driving like through these really tight. Yep. I, I don't like it's like a hole, like a I don't know what it's called, but it's like a, a passway or through. He's like hitting into the concrete, and you know eventually, 
driving this fast, hitting the brakes, driving that fast. He loses control and the car flips over. And, you know, he's upside down and he's got his gun out. He's just, he's kind of a, he's kind of stuck right now. And, and you just see Chucky toying with him. He's just running around, running around. He starts laughing. He jumps in, you know, goes to stab him, but he misses. And, you know, he, and the detective shoots at him a couple times and misses. But he finally does get a good shot on him. And then Chucky, after he gets shot in the chest area, he runs away. What are you guys' thoughts on the uh, Chucky reveal scene to the detective? You know, I think it's dumb for me to <laughs> I think it's dumb for me to nitpick like a scene in a movie about a doll being possessed by voodoo, you know, but like if, if I'm trying to nitpick, I mean, I first thing I said like why he was being choked, hit the brakes. That solves all your problems. Like just hit the brakes, stop the car. Chucky gets slung to the front, like, boom, end of scene. But I understand that you got to right. build attention. I understand. But to me, like, that's that was my first thought that went through it. But I did like I did like the, the knife stabbing through the uh, through the seat. I, I liked him having avoided just just as far as, you know, tension building. Right. Um, you know, it, is it realistic? No. Is a movie realistic? No. But, you know, it, it was it was good little tension building scene. I was going to say, I mean, there are. And this isn't the first one. There are some unrealistic scenes in this movie. But again, we are watching a movie where a doll is killing people. Exactly. And so I yeah. hate to nitpick it from that standpoint. But I do agree. I, I kept watching like, man, that wouldn't happen. But it does build good suspense as yeah. far as, you know, building, 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 building to something. I think it does a good job with that. Again, not my favorite scene, but but I uh, I like it. And by, by the way, it's because I really like the character of Detective Caputo. Like Same. I – Man, I think he's good, and uh, so uh, more of him and Chucky going back and forth would be great. And so that's why I like this scene. Oh yeah, I agree. I just, I just think it's so cool how he's just driving off. So he's just getting oh, I love that. Jumper cable. I love that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you believe me now, huh? Well, after after it shows that Karen is going to where Charles Lee Ray used to live, she's just going to look around see if she can find out if there's any secrets about this guy. And Detective Mike shows up with a picture of John, the voodoo man. Then, and, and Mike tells Karen, all right, this is, where we, this is who we got to go see to figure out what's going on with this doll. But Charles Lee Ray is one step ahead of him already. Chucky is already at the voodoo man's house. And he says, John, how do I get out of this body? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. But, but then Chucky says, this is what you don't do. You don't tell you don't tell everybody your own weaknesses. So he has a voodoo doll of John's actual self. So he's like, he breaks his arm, then he falls over, and then he's not, he's still not telling him. Then he breaks his leg, and you know he's in a ton of pain. So he says, "All right, I'll tell you, I'll tell you." And and the reason that Chucky went there is because when he got shot by Detective Mike, he said, "Listen, John, that stuff, that shit hurt. <laughs> like, it felt, it felt <laughs> real." Hurt it. And then John reveals to him that the longer you're in that Chucky, or the longer you're in that doll, the more human you become, and eventually you will be stuck in that body if you don't get out soon. So he's like, "How do I get out of this body?" And he says, "The only way that you can get out is to transfer your soul into the first person that you told about you being in the doll." And then Chucky starts laughing. This it's actually really cool seeing you know this doll just talking to him. And starts laughing. He's like, oh, great. I'm going to be six years old again. <laughs> and then he says, well, John, I'm off to go be a kid again. And he takes his knife and stabs 
stabs the voodoo doll right in the heart. And then you just see John, you know, his whole body flinch up. He grabs his chest and he dies. Uh, I really like that scene personally. Yeah, uh, Brian, did you? What's your thoughts on this scene? Um, yeah, I'll say that this was probably this is. I'll go ahead and spoil it. This is my favorite kill in this movie, where honestly the kills kind of lack. And, you yeah, know, in a horror movie. movie. Yep. But um, you know, this this is my favorite one. The breaking of the legs and stuff kind of reminded me of the new Blair Witch Project movie. Um, and if you've seen that movie, you know what scene I'm talking about. Um, you know, I, I really like. Uh, you know the acting in this. Um, it, 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 this this is Chucky. You know this is Brad Dorif at his best, and uh, I know it gets I know it gets better in other movies with his one-liners, but you know just just hearing him, he did he hit it right out of the park first movie. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Okay, a couple things, and this scene kind of reminded me of the of a couple facts that I I learned through like you know researching the movie. It took eleven people. To control Chucky, like a total of eleven people, just get him to move around. And so every time I watch this scene, I'm kind of reminded, man, they got. I mean, they had to do a lot of damn work to get this. And I'm, I'm literally watching the leg breaking scene right now. So, uh, I'm, all, I'm almost to it. I haven't yeah. played in the background too. Yeah. <laughs> I love this kill. I think it's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. and by the way, Don Mancini never liked this voodoo storyline, right. but I actually don't think it's bad. Like, I think it's okay. Uh, it, it was a way to get, uh, it was a way to get Brad Dorf into the Chucky doll, and so right. I kind of do like, I kind of like it. Uh, I, I know he never did. And by the way, this was originally called Batteries Not Included, the original script when it was <laughs> written. And so that I don't know, that almost might have made a cooler uh, title than Child's Play. But anyway, uh, after after it shows John, you know, clinching up and dying, Detective Mike and Karen, you know, their goal was to go find this guy. And um, but they get to his house and he's already almost dead. And the only thing that John can get out to tell him is to shoot him in the heart or hit him, you know, kill him through the heart. And now after John tells them how to kill the Chucky doll, we're at the doctor's place. You know, I guess it's like a psych ward or something, I guess. And we're we're in Andy's room and he's looking outside of his window and he sees he sees the doll climbing up the stairs. and He's like. He's gonna get me. He's gonna get me. He's gonna get me. I actually think Andy's decent acting in this part. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. He's not, he's not the panicky little stuttering kid like he was when the detective scene. Right. But you know he's he's beating on this door. He's trying to get the nurse or the doctor to come in. He's like, Chucky's after me. Chucky's after me. And you know he keeps nobody's paying attention to him, so he keeps looking out of the window and he just sees Chucky get higher and higher up each level. And then we're seeing from a. We're, we're seeing from Chucky's point of view, he looks in this window and he sees like a, a warden, I guess, on staff. And he sees the keys to the place sitting right there on the uh, desk. So Chucky just sneaks in somehow and grabs these keys. And he gets into Andy's room, but Andy is hiding. And, you know, I think he just knocks him over real quick and he sneaks out and grabs the keys real quick. And the thing I didn't understand is he grabs the keys and just didn't shut the door behind him. He just ran off. <laughs> I didn't really understand why he, he looked at Chucky there, but he didn't shut the door. But anywho, he goes running down the hallway and he goes in this room like it looks like a lab room, I guess. Cause there's like experimental stuff. There's knives, like scalpels and all that crap. And but somehow, you know, Andy's just in this room by himself walking around. He's got a scalpel in his hand. And he's just backing into everything. He he just keeps walking into all this stuff. 
But then, as he backs into this last thing, Chucky jumps on top of him. He goes to attack him. But then the doctor comes in, and he's like, calm down, Andy, calm down. He's trying to give him some drugs to calm him down. <laughs> but then you see Chucky, from his point of view, run up behind the doctor and stab him right in the back of the leg. I love that drop- kill. I, yeah. I, I love he all dr- this. He drops down. He falls to the ground. And then, I don't know what the machine is actually called, but he sticks one of those things that you put on a patient's head, and it, like, shocks the hell out of him. And you just see this guy getting shocked over and over and over, and he's, like, getting fried and crisp. And you just see this body twitching, and his face is black, and his eyes and nose and mouth is bleeding. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that kill real quick? Go ahead, Brian. Okay, I changed my mind. This is probably my favorite kill. But, uh, <laughs> who are you? Hey, wait, that's Mike. That's You're Mike. doing Mike now. Hey, no, Mike. I, no, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. I'll go back. Um, but I, I will – I said this. I got, the, got it written in my notes. You know, I gave him crap for his acting, and I will continue to give him crap for his acting for the rest of the movie. But this particular scene, yes. I think Andy's, you know, did great acting. I really – you know, his crying on cue was realistic. Um, I, I think this whole this whole scene to me is the last part of the decent part of this movie. I think it all goes downhill after this, to be honest with you. I agree. And, and one yeah. one thing I will say, like, you know, the Chucky, I think, never really resonates with a lot of people unless they sit down and watch it, because I think there's like, oh, that's not scary. You know, I would punt that little fucker. And right, that's, right, all, right. that's always what everybody always says. And. You know, there's obviously the the end of this movie. There's a great scene to punt the dude, but it doesn't happen. But, wow! Yes. But, oh. but this movie, I think, does a good job of knowing that that is you know something that that hinders the Chucky character. And I really like how they you know use him to sneak around. You know, you know, cut people's legs. You know, like do stuff that don't put him in the position to have been kicked for most of this movie. Anyway. Agree. I agree with that. Go ahead, Mike. I agree with Hunter. I I don't have a whole lot to add. I really like the kill with the you you touched on the uh, how they killed the doctor, correct? Yes. Okay, that's that's all I had to add. That 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 is probably my second favorite kill in the movie. I freaking I love it, man. I think it's cool. It and again, this movie kind of lacks for kills, and I've sh- I've shit on some other movies for lacking in creative kills, so. I do have a little bit of a nitpick with that, but I mean, you know, it's 1984. By the way, what a year for horror. 1984, some pretty good movies. Anyway, um, I like this kill. I like the scene, but like Brian said, after this, I have some bones to pick. But I, I, I will give them credit for this. I'll give the little kid credit for this. I think he's really well, or he does really well in this scene. He carries the scene, in my opinion. And I know that that Chucky's kind of the the focal point, but I actually think the kid holds his weight here. Yeah, and uh, before I go into this next scene, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Right here is where this movie gets. It goes from unbelievable to to super unbelievable. <laughs> it makes no damn sense. How, all right, I'll just go into it. The detective and Karen show up to find that Andy has escaped from this hospital. And Andy, in the middle of downtown somewhere yeah. in Chicago, <laughs> can manage to find out how to get from this, this hospital all the way back to his house. And he's hiding in the closet. And this is actually a really funny thing to me where Chucky is in the elevator and the, there's an older <laughs> yeah. there's this older couple in there and the the the, the guy's like hmm, somebody forgot their doll and uh or the the female says somebody forgot their doll and the and the husband's like ah they'll come back and get it and the and the woman says hmm, it's an ugly doll and as as the elevator closes he and Chucky just goes fuck off or, or something <laughs> yeah. I I always get a good laugh when he talks I know. Like, fuck yeah. off and 
and you know, Andy's just hiding. He's he's in the, he's hiding in the closet, but he's like messing with all these different toys. He's just looking <laughs> at them. Then he eventually just settles on grabbing this baseball bat. Over so And then he leaves. Then he leaves the closet to like just hide around. And then the, then it goes to the it shows us the fireplace, and you see you know Ash falling down, and then Chucky falls down into it like Santa Claus. And then we get a little chasing, and Andy gets a good lick on Chucky, but then they start chasing around the house. But he, he gets a good hit on Chucky, but then he drops the bat and runs away. Oh. And by the way, real quick, before you keep going, Go how ahead. the hell did Chucky even get here? I know you question how the kid got there, but how the hell did Chucky get here that quick? He's Three, a doll. 3540. Dude, oh, and he's nonstop. <laughs> he's freaking Hussein Bolt, man. <laughs> hey. Y'all remember a few, a few years back that Olympic runner or whatever with the metal legs or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, yeah. And they were yeah. protesting it because, like, how is he going to get tired? He's like, he's got no leg. All right, that's dumb different. But, all right, so Chucky gets the bat, and he sneaks up on Andy because Andy's just a dumb little kid. He can, he can manage to get from the hospital back to his house, but he can't, like, walk around his own damn house without bumping into everything. So Chucky clocks him in the back of the head, and he's and Andy's knocked out. So Chucky starts doing the "Oi, Dumbala," you know the rant, the chant, and he's almost done with this chant. You see the clouds forming, but then Karen and the detective break in and they rip Chucky off of him. But then this is where the detective gets his leg got by by Chucky. <laughs> Chucky sneaks up on him, stabs him in the leg. Do you guys got any thoughts on just this quick scene, real quick, before we get into the final final part? Dude, yeah. this this whole end of this to me it just drives me crazy. And most most importantly, that there's so many chances to just punt this fucker. But the thing that bothers me the most about this end is that cut on the detective that you just saw. He's fine walking around right. like it doesn't like it doesn't even hurt him. You know everything's good and dandy, and then suddenly it just paralyzes the dude like out of nowhere. He's paralyzed and can't even move anymore. Like he just can't even leave. You know, he's on the floor, can't even get up anymore after, you know, shit. I mean, he was just walking around on the same exact cut off his leg, you know, 10 minutes ago. So that that to me drives me crazy because I think that and and I, I get it. I get it. They had to take him out of it, I think, to make it a little bit more tense, a little bit more realistic, because, you know, he probably would have made short work of Chucky, honestly, if he was right walking around and doing the same thing. I get it, but it takes me out of it. Go ahead, Mike. I don't have a whole lot to add as far as the scene because I kind of agree with everything you both said. But I will say I will give them a little bit of credit in the midst of shitting on them here. The way they <laughs> continue to the way they continue to age Chucky little by little, I think it's really cool. Like I think that's yeah. a really cool thing that if you notice it, you notice it. If you don't, you don't. But the way they kind of make them look more human and then more like Charles Lee Ray, I, I think that that's really well done. But the scene itself is. Uh, it only gets worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like Brian said, Mike gets like cut in the leg and he falls down. But Chucky runs off. But now Mike's like walking around looking for him, trying to find him. Right. And and then Karen comes out of nowhere and shoots him. And and then after and then he hits Mike with the baseball bat. And then, and this is this, this is a this is a pretty cool scene. Even though Andy's horrible in it, Karen grabs a hold of Chucky and throws him in the fireplace. And she puts up like I guess the the fire what is that the guard or whatever I guess. And she's like struggling to hold this doll in there. 
And Andy, being the the useless kid that he is, just stands there and just watches his mom struggling to hold this fireplace guard with Chucky <laughs> in it. But she manages to turn the gas on, and Andy eventually snaps out of it and quits being useless. And he grabs the match, and he lights the match up, and he throws it in there. Uh, this is actually a pretty cool scene. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. But before is. he throws, before he throws the match in, he says, "Chucky says, we're friends to the end." This then Andy goes, "This is the end, friend." He doesn't stutter. He doesn't do stutter like this time. Go, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> no, I actually really like that. I love the little line, and I, I don't mind this, this, this. this uh, I don't mind this scene. I know As I just like, said it gets worse, but yeah, it, it's not terrible. I'm actually. It's about to come up here in a little bit, but I'm I'm at, I'm not like a big fan of it. It's kind of silly, but I do enjoy it, especially the line, the one-liner from uh from Andy. Yeah, this, the ending to me is kind of like a buffet. Right. Like 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 there there uh, oh there's a good piece, but then the item right beside it. Right. Then you get oh there's a good piece, and it's like bad good bad good. And then and, this is actually really cool. quick. When, go, go ahead. When did when did Chucky become a cannibal? He tries to I like I know he bit the mom earlier, but he tries to bite her neck like a vampire like four times in, here in the last fifteen minutes. Like that's all he can do. He just goes right for her neck like he's a cannibal. I don't know. I always thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and what what bothers me is that they're holding him. The the mom's holding him in there with that cage, and I kind of got the hint or kind of got the vibe that he's like you know kind of pretty strong. You know, given how he was choking that. Uh, that detective, you know, with those wires and he wasn't able to even move or, or hold him off or do anything like he kind of gave me that vibe. He's a little strong. But in this particular scene, he's not. But I will give them a huge, huge props on uh, what Ed Gale, I believe is what I wrote down, um, was the actor that that was that was in the little Chucky suit um, on fire for that whole amount of time. They actually lit him on fire for that scene. Oh, shoot. I didn't know that. <laughs> Poor fellow. Yeah, Chucky's on fire. He's in the living room. He, he breaks out of the cage. It is cool seeing, you know, Chucky on fire walking through his living room. He's screaming. He's panicking. He's a, he's a lot different than uh, Andy from Texas Chainsaw Mask. You know, he gets his whole leg cut off and screams once, and then he doesn't make another noise. <laughs> right. Chucky right. is, like, on fire. He is, like, screaming. Like, he's like he's actually acting normal. He's right. screaming. And then he eventually, you know, he falls out, and they think he's dead. So Mike is in the other room laid out, and he calls for uh, Karen and Andy. So they just leave Chucky there, and they go in there to check on him. And then, you know, they're they're talking to Mike, and then then the mom says, "Andy, go get the first aid kit from the under the sink or whatever." So Andy walks into the kitchen to get this first aid kit, and he sees that Chucky's dead body or burnt body isn't laying there no more. And Chucky or Andy drops the first aid kit, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta go back to my mom." So he takes off running, and Chucky trips him. And this is where Andy gets on my nerves again, because. This whole time he could yet like he he's had no problem talking loud enough to hear this whole time, but all of a sudden he's like, "Mom, mom," and then oh Andy, <laughs> he eventually gets up and yells, and he shuts the door, but you see Chucky almost get in. I actually kind of like this little back and forth scene between the two doors. Personally, I kind of like it. Like I said, it's a buffet. Shit, good. Shit, good. You know? <laughs> right. So 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 Karen's whole you know she's blocking this door. But then she doesn't feel anything fighting on the other end. So she's like, oh, he's going to the other side. So it shows Chucky running into the bathroom to come in through the bathroom door. So she pull or she closes that door and is holding it closed. And, you know, Chucky's fighting on it. But then he takes his knife and starts stabbing through the door, stabbing through the door. 
and he cuts the mom's hand and she you know it's, it, the the blade is going right by her face too so she she's really in danger right now and do y'all got any quick thoughts on this scene real quick just the the chase scene I actually really like Burns Chucky for some reason yeah <laughs> I'm kind of a fan and I like uh I uh I I'm okay it's kind of like you said there's good there's bad there's good there's bad cuz I actually really like the scene where the knife comes through the door and the mm-hmm. mom's on the other side. I actually kind of like that scene, that or or that part of the scene. I, I think it's pretty good. So I mean, again, there's some not so great stuff in the chase, like Andy just being a k- idiot kid. But anyway, but yeah, man, I that's yeah, that, that's about all I have. I actually really like Burn Chucky. I need to yeah. repeat that. I think he's kind of scarier, Burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go go ahead, Brian. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that actually in the later movies when he's got this, you know, stitch on his face yes. and he's scarred up, like he looks, he looks better. He looks much better, and I agree with you on that. Um, you know, I, I, I agree. I don't think I have a whole lot to add. You know, from what Nico said. You know, I, I like that part of the scene, and then the whole time I'm sitting there going, "Oh, cool, the detectives, you know, paralyzed now, laying on the floor, has right. no help for this <laughs> entire situation whatsoever, with two guns, you know, or maybe he's just got one. It doesn't matter, but still." Yeah, he's kind of like Stu and Scream. You cut me deep, man. You can't move. <laughs> but, you know, Chucky runs away from this door. He's in the hallway, but then Karen grabs a gun. And this is where it just this movie just gets ridiculous to me. She shoots the doll's head off, and it, <laughs> yeah. it goes flying down the hall. But he's still, like, walking after her. Then he shoot, she shoots his arm off. Then she shoots his leg off. And the doll is just, like, crawling towards him. And this is the part that kind of confuses me because John, the voodoo man, said if you shoot this doll through the heart, it'll die. Right. She is clearly right above Chucky and shoots him in the back, which is right where the heart should be, right? Like, she shoots yeah. him two more times as the, the doll's just laying there. Then the other detective comes in, and, she's, and he sees what's going on. He sees uh, Detective Mike is down, so he calls an ambulance. And the Detective Mike tells the other detective she was telling the truth the whole time. The doll's alive. So he goes out there, and the detective says, don't touch the body, blah, 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 blah. So he picks the head up as a joke. He feels his rubber still. He takes it in there. He's, like, tossing it back and forth between his hands, like, juggling it. Then he put he stands right by this vent, and, like, somehow, somehow <laughs> this body with one arm and one leg manages to crawl into the, the air vents, breaks through, and grabs this dude by the neck. And the head is right there on like a dresser or whatever. And the it's actually it's funny. It should I it's kind of funny. It's the do, the head yeah. is like strangle him, strangle him, kill them all, kill them all. And this grown man finally is strong enough to get this one arm, one legged, no headed body of a doll thrown off of him against the wall. And it's funny because now Karen finally shoots his doll through the heart. <laughs> he shoots him through the heart. <laughs> And you know, it, you see the body flash back into the into the wall, and you see the blood spray, and then you hear the one last, "Hi, I'm Chucky, wanna play?" And it dies out. And then they ask they ask uh, the other detective, "So do you believe us now?" And uh, he's like, "Yeah, but who's gonna believe me?" And then as they're walking out of the room, Andy kind of pauses and just looks at the dead the dead body of the doll, or whatever, one last time. Then they walk out of the room and the movie's over. So what do you, what do you guys' thoughts on the very final? I think I think this this junk is dragged out way too long. 
they yeah. they kill him and bring him back too many times. Let's, exactly. Let, let's just get rid of the damn doll here. Okay. Yeah. Like I mean, and it's not that it's done poorly. It just takes so long. And again, I'm not a huge fan of a tiny doll having more strength than a grown ass man. So yeah. him coming through the vent and trying to rip his head and rip his neck is kind of uh, I, I, it's just something I it kind of I can't buy. And so seeing that looks a little silly. You know, he's like it it just doesn't come across well. Again, it's not that it's a bad decision. It's just they took forever to uh, he's dead. Oh, he's not dead. Oh, his head's off. He's dead for sure now. Oh, wait, no, he's not dead. He's actually his body can live on its own. And like I just think it takes entirely too long to get there. And again, the end, the very, very end with Andy just kind of looking at the doll and then walking out of the room. I don't know. I kind of expected more since this movie kind of like keeps giving us false endings, which became a trope later on. These uh, false uh, uh, the false endings. I expected more, but nope, just just Andy just leaving the room. We'll see you, buddy. And then the last shot is Andy's little face through a crack. I, I don't know. Not a fan of the ending. It takes too long. It's kind of dull. Uh, but I again, this isn't my favorite Chucky movie. I like. Lo- they do a lot better as the series go. Well, the first couple movies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The first two or three sequels I actually really like. But yeah, I mean, I not not awful, but it kind of. I know we're talking about a killer doll here, but it's kind of unbelievable to me. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, and the mom's got a clip in that 357 Magnum. That that thing's got you know 20 bullets. Uh, yeah. in it. She's, she was just hosed, just going left and right shooting that thing off. But and I will say I even I was like uh, you know whenever the mom you know kind of took the detectives you know out of the room and just left Andy in there with the baby or with the with the doll again I was like are you kidding me like great mother moment number you know 15 by this by this girl you just after went through all that and just nah, I'm gonna leave Andy in there with the with the doll one more time. But she did turn around at least and come back and get him. So I, w- I will give her a little bit of props on that. But it was almost like they just didn't, you know, they wrote this movie and almost didn't know how to end it. And, you know, I, I tried to do some research thinking, man, there had to be some sort of, you know, how they always fight back and forth about endings and this and have directors versus writers and stuff. And I couldn't find anything about it. I just really think it was just poorly written, the yep. ending. Yeah, and I agree. And by the way, they – and one of these scenes towards the end, they set Ed Gale, which is the guy playing uh, – the guy that had to play Chucky in a couple of scenes. They accidentally set him on fire. Yeah, they, during the fireplace. Right, scene, right, know. right. During the fireplace scene, they picked him up and they accidentally dropped him about six to eight feet. It hurt his back, and then he ended up getting set on fire for a little bit. So oh, not shit. only was it poorly written, it was poorly executed. Not to <laughs> shit on you guys. I'm sure you make other great movies, but and you could do better than I can do. But, uh, you know, I'm just letting you know. Oof toughy well i got a few fun facts and if y'all got some we'll I'll read them off the first one i have wrote down we've already said um it was just uh alex vincent's younger sister was actually dressed as a doll in the scene with maggie where she he runs in the hallway um number two which is i'm sure all of us have wrote down chucky's name charles lee ray is derived from the names of three different notorious serial killers uh charles manson Lee Harvey Oswald, the assassin of John F. Kennedy, and James Earl Ray, the assassin of Martin Luther King. And this is one that Mike brought up earlier. The original title of the film was going to be Batteries Not Included. But that was, before, 
that, yeah, that would have been a good title, honestly. But that was before they knew that Spielberg was making that movie with that same name. Then they changed the name to Blood Buddy. Then they settled on Child's Play. Well, Child's so, Play is better than Blood Buddy. Yeah, it is. Batteries not included, I think, would have been the best. Me too. But uh, Child's Play is definitely way better than Blood Buddy. Do y'all have any fun facts y'all wrote down? Did you want to read off? Yeah, I've got uh, actually that Don Mancini was actually inspired by the Cabbage Patch Kids. Um, yeah, which was a you know a, bi- a big thing back back in the '80s uh, for this. And the uh, the last one I have is that uh, Jessica Walter was actually almost the voice of Chucky. Um, that uh, they wanted to you know almost go her route because of um, her voice acting in uh, The Exorcist. And so uh, that was a little that's a fun fact I had. That's cool. Mike, do you have any uh, facts or anything wrote down you want to say? The only one I really have is that the, it, it, this was originally supposed to include uh, a theme song for Chucky. Like, mm-hmm. he was a toy, and so it goes with the theme song. So, I actually, I, not to like, uh, it's been out long enough, so spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> if you're never going to see, it won't matter anyway. But they actually include that in the remake. And so that was a nice little look. I know we're going to shit on the remake someday, but... I thought that was kind of cool. But anyway, yeah, that's pretty much all I have that you guys uh, that you guys didn't have. One thing I wanted to touch on, though, this score is not memorable to me. So unforgettable that I forgot it had one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't think they use it effectively like uh, a lot of the other slash movies do. Or there's no, like, signature sound score that they use. And so... I'll, I'm I'm a big fan of that, and so that's another critique that I have. Again, we've gone back and forth on Twitter all week. Everyone thinks I'm going to hate this movie. I don't. I don't hate this movie. However, twenty or thirty whatever years later, it, it hasn't. It's okay, but it hasn't aged as well as some of the other ones in the fran. Some of the other ones that I like more in the franchise, like three. But anyway, but yeah. Y'all, y'all want to do our favorite kill and least favorite kill and rate it real quick? Sure. Uh, I'll go first. Um, favorite kill. I'm going to go with Brian's first favorite kill. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the Voodoo Man. Yeah. I, I wrote down. I thought it was a unique kill. I thought uh, it looked painful as hell watching his arm and leg just snap. <laughs> and then when you then you see um, Chucky stab it in the heart and you see you know the blood coming out of his chest. I thought it was just unique, and I like the scene as a whole, honestly. I like seeing the doll interacting with the John, the voodoo man. I thought uh, I thought it as a whole was cool. My least favorite kill, this might be controversial, but it's Chucky. And I wrote, it's not horrible, it just took so damn long to yeah. get to it. And yep. it's so, I mean, it sounds weird saying it's unbelievable how it, it took to kill a doll. But, I mean, it got lit on fire. He got his head blown off. He got his arm blown off. He got his leg blown off. <laughs> he got shot in the back twice. Right, right. He managed to climb into an air vent. Then he gets shot in the chest again. It's just, it's just too much for me. It's just, it was too drug out. I mean, Maggie's death, you could say it's probably maybe worse or whatever, but just Chucky's doll, that, that death just took too long to me. In my rating of the movie, I gave it an eight. Um, I said, I really, I wrote down, I really like the film. And I think this is what I think gave me the – this is what gave me the conclusion to give it an 8. I thought it was a big-time genre changer because it was something totally different. Because, you know, all all of your other slashers besides this one, you know, were just big men 
with Mask or, you know, Freddy. This is a doll, and it's killing people, and it's, it's different. And I also wrote down, I guess it's a nostalgia factor, but Chucky scared the hell out of me as a little kid. I was terrified of Chucky. I mean, Jason was the first one I watched and was scared of, but I was scared of Chucky for a long time. I liked I liked Andy as a kid, but I thought he was annoying kind of as an actor. Yep. Um, and here's my nitpick. Just, you know, Andy and Chucky on a train in Chicago by themselves. Nobody saying nothing. Everybody just letting this fly. I thought that was stupid. That really was a big nitpick of mine. And how he's just able to walk around Chicago, finding all these houses, blah, blah, blah. It just didn't make no sense. And the last but not least, I wrote down, I love the slow burn and build up in the reveal of Chucky as a doll. Mike, do you want to go next? My favorite kill is Voodoo Man. Yeah. And, and my least favorite is Maggie, or as I like to call it here in my notes, that bitch that fell through the window. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, man, I just, Ed, that kill didn't do anything for me, but... I really, really, really like the voodoo kill. And by the way, I don't hate the killing of Chucky. It just, like you said, took way too damn long to get to the, the actual death and bye-bye Chucky. Like It just took so long to get there. And so that kind of ruins the kill for me. Um, I give this movie a 7.5. And I know people's like, man, that's low. You're lowballing it. Well, here's the thing. I didn't grow up with this movie. I have no nostalgia for the movie. This isn't my favorite Chucky movie. And I know I have one higher than it that a lot of people hate. When If we ever do child play rankings, which we don't have to because I don't know if anyone's clamoring for it. But if we ever get to, I have one that a lot of people don't like higher than this. And I have one that I think general consensus can kind of say that it's really, really close with the original and this one. But anyway, seven and a half, I still like the movie. I enjoy it every time I watch it. I, again, I hadn't watched it in a while. It's just not my go-to, but... I did enjoy it. I think it's got some really good – the scene, the reveal of the Chucky to the mom is really well done. It's a highlight of the franchise. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. And I think Brad Dorff is great. Like you said, nobody – and Mark Hamill tried. He couldn't really do a great job. And so Brad Dorff is Chucky the same way that Robert Englund is Freddy. And um, anybody else playing him is kind of a step back. And so I thought he was great here. Hell, I thought he was great as as – normal person uh charles lee Ray. So, so i think that he kind of makes the movie for me because mm-hmm. andy's acting is so bad or the kid who plays andy's acting but uh yeah man enjoyable film not my favorite of the franchise i thought i sold all week that i wasn't gonna shit on it but maybe i ended up doing that and i apologize hey a 7.5 i mean that's a Hey, C's get degrees is what I always heard. That's a C. Yeah, I was gonna say like, it's between seven and seven point five. It's still thumbs up. Like it's it's not a it's not a. I'm not giving it a five or four or three or anything. It, it I can still watch it and get enjoyment for sure. It's it's like you said about Halloween five. It's not hot steaming garbage. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not hot steaming garbage. It, go, go ahead, Brian. Oh, it's significantly a better movie than Halloween five. What the yeah. hell? Holy man! I mean. Like I've like I said, I mean I've given Brad Dorf all kinds of credit this this podcast and and he deserves it because I mean he he carries this movie, um you know even though he carries the movie once the reveal is made and his you know his voice starts coming out and really the personality of Chucky comes out. Um, I haven't seen this movie in in twenty uh, something years, um, 
it was never anything that was I, I guess I always had the same tropes as everybody else with it, you know, just, oh, hey, I could always punt that thing. But, you know, looking at it with an adult eye for the first time in 20 something years, I really I I was I was really I'll give it credit. I was really impressed with how they didn't put him in in that position, you know, for that to be the case. Um, My favorite kill is I'll stick with what I said first time, Um, you know, the 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 voodoo guy uh, kill Um, my least favorite kill just and i don't hate it but it was you know it's the first kill the same as mike's um with the ant being pushed out the window and i don't hate it it's just lack of kills in this movie there just really isn't hardly any kills in this movie to be honest with you once you sit down and start you know trying to hammer around find out your favorite um i'm gonna rank this thing a 6.5 um you know you talk about 7.5 being low and i was like oh geez wait till you hear mine but uh (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry <laughs> but I don't, and I don't hate it either. It's just, man, it's all right. It's not something I want to go sit down and watch. But I'm just never been a huge fan of the Chucky franchise. If I'm gonna go sit down and watch one of the Chucky movies, it's gonna be probably Curse of Chucky. That's probably my favorite one. If I'm gonna sit down and just actually, hey, pick one and sit down and watch. So, um, I'm about, yeah, to, I'm about to get shit on real quick because I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, <laughs> someone's not gonna like what I'm about to say because I don't know if we'll ever do a child's play ranking. So I'm just gonna say it. If I'm going to sit down and watch a Chucky movie, Uh-oh. it's Bride. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's entertaining. Yeah. It's, it's not good, but it's entertaining. Right. It's 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 Scream with a doll to me. It's very meta. It's, in case you it's, su- it's super meta. In case you can't tell, I'm a big fan of meta horror. Yeah. And so I really like Bride. I also like curse i think curse is really good as well and i think child play three is really good so but i also like this movie it's good it's good it's just not my favorite of the franchise and it's definitely better than cult or curse excuse me oh wait no cult 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 yeah cult so mike i'm not calling you out i'm just trying to make sure you're talking about the right one when you say child's play three do you mean two not, no, I like three and two. Cause, cause three is the one where they go to the military camp, and that one's just eh. I like this. The second one is probably my favorite. I like. Whenever, I, I love two and three. I'm a big okay. fan of three. I don't know why. Don't three. I don't have three's a good not three. Three is an Oscar winner compared to uh, well, <laughs> compared to C to Chucky and oh C Colt, dude. I know we've shit on Colt. Seed might be worse. See, C's probably worse. Well, I, I will, think. Go, go ahead. ahead. This that franchise, I think, would have been better, honestly, if you would have, you know, maybe thrown in Andy some. But if you would have had this this uh, detective be the the Loomis, you know, the Halloween. I agree, uh, man. Loomis of this franchise and kind of carried it on. You wouldn't have had to explain, you know, explain it to the to the. you know, to the audience, you could have just used. He already knows the the backstory. He already knows what's going on. He's hunting him. He can be the one to kind of give that. You know, tell the audience or tell the the people in the movie what the audience already knows. Um, and I think that would have made the series better. You know, I know, like I said, Chucky wasn't flushed out in this one. I don't think they really knew what they had. But you know, the one liners get better. The character of Chucky gets better through the movies, but the movies don't. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. Um, I'm going to be like Mike, as he always thanks the good-looking women in the movies that we review. 
Uh, Bride of Chucky does that very well because I'm extremely attracted to Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> I about to say it's got Jennifer Tilly, man. Even uh, a doll, even in doll form, Jennifer Tilly is not bad, man. <laughs> yeah, but um, Jennifer Tilly is smoking hot to me, so uh, I, I'm I'm all aboard on that one, Mike. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you, what, I don't I know think, what to say about that, Mike. I didn't see it when I was, like you said, like back when we were watching, you know, wrestling on Mondays. They would have those commercials in there. But I didn't see the movie because, you know, I was a big scaredy cat. But that movie reminds me of that time period, and I have a lot of mm-hmm. nostalgia for that time period. So that's probably yeah. really why I enjoy it as much as I do. And again, no, like you said. I agree with you 100% on that. Thank you for casting Jennifer Tilly. Sweet. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, she's smoking hot. And a fun fact about Bride of Chucky, when, you know, her bath, her bathtub scene, the original plan in the original Child's Play was to kill Aunt Maggie in the bathtub like that. It wasn't actually – the um the out of the window scene so that's kind of cool about that well, that probably would have been better than out oh, yeah. the window i'm sure it would have been <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 but i like seeing jennifer tilly in the bathtub way better yeah, than me too Maggie. yeah just, so just, thank you just you know just the acting just the acting not yeah. anything else that that's weirdo I, I don't know if we'll uh, <laughs> ever i don't know if we'll ever take the time to rank this franchise but uh like these guys said the original child's play 2 and Curse of Chucky are the three best to me. Right. And if you just want to watch Chucky try to be really funny, watch Bride and Seed. I was going to say, but, he's uh, very Freddy from he's very Freddy from Nightmare 4 in that movie to me. Where he's all in on being just kind of yeah. ha-ha while still killing people. So I think that's that's the comparison for me anyways. So, yeah, y'all got any final thoughts before we wrap this up? I'm good. I ain't gonna lie. I did not think we would do an hour and a half on uh, on Child's Play, but here we are. I love I, it. I love talking about these movies, though. Me too, Brian, man. you got any final thoughts before we go out? No, just uh, hopefully that, you know, hopefully we do get a chance to, to do rankings on it because hopefully, you know, as long as the support keeps uh, piling up for this podcast, um, you know, we're going to we're gonna have to get to it eventually if, if people keep listening. So I appreciate everybody that does. Maybe yeah. m- maybe in about a year and a half, a new Scream will come out. We'll get to rank Scream. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Anyway. Well, you can still rank the first four. Uh, well, eventually. that's – yeah. But, I mean, I already – I gave that away already for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I, think, I think Brian's just ready to shit on the rest of the franchise. I think that's all he wants to do. <laughs> There's no some way. good ones, Brian. Uh, oh yeah well i don't yeah that means i have to watch some of the other ones again which is gonna be yeah, that's gonna be interesting save so. it for the pod brother save it hey, for the pod. hey at least with bride and seed you can look at jennifer tilly the whole time that's right that's right but um i just want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening yes, thank um you. please just go on itunes and rate us five stars and subscribe we'd really appreciate that and uh go follow the twitter account we're going to make instagrams and facebooks as well yeah so sorry can. about that i'm a little behind but i it's, it's a work in progress. Right. Hey, my man Mike is uh, coaching a undefeated team right now, so he's busy. But um, go go follow us on Twitter. We're doing a giveaway once we get to 125 followers, eight more away. Um, yeah, we appreciate it, guys. Episode seven, we actually haven't picked the movie yet because Drew had to miss last week and this week. We're gonna let him pick the movie, and That's once right. we re- once we once we learn which movie he wants to do, we'll tweet it from uh, the podcast and our own personal accounts. He better not but, pick the blob, that son of a bitch. 
he's gonna pick the blob. He's now. definitely gonna pick the blob now. No, nah, we there just won't tell him because he's not listening right now. We're not gonna tell him that we said this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thanks guys for all the support. We really appreciate it, uh, and we'll be back next week. And uh, just want to remind everybody to uh, don't go out there. <laughs> Thank you.